Central Ohio is a hub of businesses, nonprofit, and social enterprise organizations, large and small, all connected by the experiences we share and the stories we tell. Your BBB is excited to showcase businesses who are working every day to build trust and support our communities. BBB SparkCast is where we will learn from these local entrepreneurs firsthand. Hello listeners and thanks for joining us for this episode of BBB SparkCast. My name is Jordan, the Content and Communications Coordinator with your BBB. Today I am here with Bobby Custer, owner of the Spotted Cow Coffee House and a 2017 recipient of BBB's Spark Award. A graduate of Heidelberg University with a Bachelor of Arts in Music and Business Administration, her passion to begin Spotted Cow Coffee House began to take shape with the help of her younger brothers, Eric and Levi, both born with Down syndrome. Bobby combined her heart for her younger brothers with a similar passion in coffee. And in May 2014, she opened the doors of The Spotted Cow, a coffee shop in Urbana, Ohio, with a mission to grow the skills of individuals both typical and with disabilities in quality, service, and opportunity. How are you doing today, Bobby? I'm doing great. Glad to be here. Oh, awesome. We're so glad that you're here. Thank you for coming in today. We're going to talk about creating a strong and positive company culture in this episode. And from what I know about The Spotted Cow, this is going to be a pretty good conversation. So let's begin by talking a little bit more about Spotted Cow. I know I gave a brief overview describing some of your business, but can you tell us a bit of the background and how you got started? Sure. Uh, yeah, so the Spotted Cow Coffee Ho House was originally open for my younger brothers as a job opportunity. Um, as I was growing up, I thought, you know, I have all these passions and things that I want to shoot for, but really what are the things out in the community that are accessible for my brothers and others that function similar to them? So the Spotted Cow was really supposed to be a way for them to be um, considered contributors rather than just consumers. Wow, that's really cool. Nice. And it's good that you have such a good relationship with your brothers. Uh, so there's no surprise that there's a lot of coffee shops around. What do you feel really makes the Spotted Cow Coffee House stand out or what makes you different? Well, one thing that's uh, unique about the Spotted Cow is that, you know, when you're driving around in country roads is every you see a lot of different spotted cows, but no two cows have the same spots. So I think that our coffee shop is similar in that all coffee shops kind of have their own different little feel about them, even though there are many around. Um, but I think one thing that makes us really unique is just that aspect that we are hiring individuals with disabilities. Um, and it's not really out of pity or anything like that, but it gives them that unique competitive advantage that maybe other companies don't offer. So. Yeah, um, actually in our previous episode, we had a conversation about diversity in business. And diversity is more than gender or race. There are many types of people who should be represented in different types of businesses. Um, and a huge part of your company culture is who you employ. So can you talk more about that? Yeah, so I think the most important thing is that we don't want to be considered just like another charity. You know, we are really looking at um, giving this population some sort of way to pull ahead. Um, and I think I've seen that just in our community alone, a lot of other businesses are hiring individuals with disabilities. And I think that's something that as we go on in the next few years that we will see more of that. Um, but I think for me especially is, I think I run into a lot that when I talk about the business, people will say, oh, that's a nice idea or that's cute or that's sweet. And to me, I'm thinking, no, this isn't about being like, 
giving them this little thing to do. It's like actually empowering them to do real skills that they can take anywhere and do anywhere. And it's not out of pity. And I run into things a lot where people will come in and they're just kind of looking for an easy job. And that's not what we do. I'm very focused on people who are willing to work. And even if they can't really give you 100% physically at the time, as long as they're willing to try, then they're teachable. So. <laughs> That's very true. Yes. So how do you get the word out about hiring people with disabilities? Are there any organizations that you work with or by word of mouth, both? Sure. Um, so in the past, we have worked with OOD, or Opportunities for Ohioans with Disabilities. We were actually a recipient of an award from them um, I think two years ago, just for creativity and hiring individuals and um, creating that opportunity. But really, you know, this is a population that has a need, and there has been recent laws passed in Ohio just to really push individuals with disabilities that if they do have the ability, then they are employable. And so that's something that we really feel that we can jump on board with. And you're explaining everything, and with this leadership frame of mind really seems like comes a great deal of trust. Mm -hmm. uh, you trust your employees, and they trust you, and so on. Uh, at BBB, we really teach businesses that trust internally is super necessary, and then that shines through to the outside and consumers in the marketplace. So how do you build trust inside Spotted Cow with your employees? Um, exactly how you just said. You know, we really focus on our employees first. Uh, and that doesn't necessarily mean that we don't believe the customer is always right, but I feel like my employers are the people that are always going to have my back. So, yeah, if a customer comes in and they're really not happy, I'm definitely going to make sure they get what they need. But I, at the end of that conversation, I'm also going to talk to my employee and make sure that whether they were in the right or the wrong, that their needs are met as well. Uh, and I think with trust, I think the biggest thing is on the inside, I want to be consistent so and confident just so they have that feeling that I am somebody that's worth following. One of the ways I allow my um, different workers to kind of build or do different things that are trustworthy is I give them more opportunity. So my kind of job is to set the structure. My I think strengths are in consistency and just kind of setting that, okay, these are the guidelines you have to follow. And then once you kind of set those bottom lines, let them move around within those and let them kind of bend the rules a little bit and not in a way that's disrespectful, but um, I allow them to come up with different drink combinations or we have like the little coffee sleeves and I'll let the girls or any of the workers write like um, different quotes on them that make people happy for the day and just different things that they come up with. Like the coffee sleeves was not my idea, it was somebody else's idea. And honestly, I had brought on a manager and it wasn't until I handed her my credit card and said, here, like, go buy stuff that I was able to really let go and let her kind of use her strengths and I let her paint and remodel the whole place. And that's when we started to take off because I am kind of stuck in this rigid box. That's what I enjoy. and you know, your business is a team. So I had to be able to use their strengths and let them go and let them do the things that they're strong in before we could really grow as a business. Well, it's really awesome that you recognize that giving those employees different freedoms is super important in building that strong company culture. Um, so you said that you have a really hard time kind of letting go and staying inside your box. So what kind of steps did you have to take as an entrepreneur to give your employees those types of freedoms? You know, I think it was partially just 
A, handing the credit card over and saying, here, do this, because when I was spending my own money, you know, I was just doing the bare minimum. I am, you know, I'm going to buy things that are cheaper. I'm not going to go above and beyond. And I think that's a big risk um, for me personally, because I am very rigid in how I do my financials. But for me to hand over the card, I think was just as big of a risk, even though I wasn't the one physically spending the money, you know, handing it over to my workers and, I don't know, giving them that, you know, that I trust them, that feeling that I trust them. Um, it's super important. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. So. Uh, are there any other examples of things you do to help your employees feel valued? So one thing that we do is um, we use Square as our POS system, which allows our customers or guests to put positive feedback on there. Oh, so cool. Any yeah. So anytime that somebody leaves that positive feedback, I try to print it and leave it for my workers to look over. Um, and that way it's kind of a way to incentivize workers that, you know, might not have that same kind of outgoing personality, but it also, you know, makes the workers that are there feel good and know that they are being, you know, respected and valued for what they're doing. Um, I think another thing that's really hard is as a coffee shop, especially a brick and mortar, um, that we really have to do minimum wage for a lot of our workers, which, you know, as I grow, I would love to pay workers more than um, that and not everybody is there but you know I really can't move them up that much but I think one thing in our culture um, as America as a whole is we're really taught that minimum wage is something that's not easy to live on which is true but I think as business owners it is up to us to kind of say you know here this is how we can help you even though we might not be able to pay you now because if they constantly move up that line then those brick and mortar businesses aren't going to be able to afford to pay those workers so one thing that I started doing as an employer is I'm offering my workers um, kind of some financial tips and knowledge um, just because as a business owner and um, have, having a business degree I feel that's a way that I can kind of spread what I know to them and feel that they can comfortably comfortably budget and I think another thing that's important is I don't want my coffee shop to be the stopping point for every one of my workers because minimum wage isn't going to work for everybody. But for some of those workers that that might be their stop, especially if, you know, if they have a disability and they have other ways to kind of de depend on income, I want to be there for them kind of when they need it, um, but also allow them to grow and expand. Um, so I guess it's that family aspect of you know, you want your kids or your family to stay close, but you also have to give them kind of that longer leash and let them go and explore their own life as well. So, yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> was it easy for you to come into that mindset or? No, and actually it was my brothers that helped me get through that. Um, neither of them work for me anymore. Um, and they both have different jobs at different places. One works at Burger King, the other one works at Wendy's. And so they were able to stay in that food service area, but I don't think those were jobs they probably could have held until they started with me. Um, so it, it's nice to be that stepping stone for some of my workers, but yeah, it was hard because I thought, this is, I opened this for them and now they went to some chain restaurant. So, <laughs> but yeah, but it's something now that, um, I realize, you know, they don't they don't need their sister as their boss. They don't need me to watch over them every minute and they need to have their own individual lives too. So 
definitely a humbling experience, but well worth the while. So. And I'm sure your employees realize that and appreciate it, that you're there for them and more than their boss, you're helping teach and support them. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. So what are some helpful resources that you have used or any specific people who have been mentors to you? Well, first of all, you guys have been great. Um, I've had just an awesome time just when we first turned in our application, um, just kind of filling that out and talking to that. You guys were always very personable. And then also when we first uh, um, were able to get the Spark Award and then now this follow through now, just being able to talk to you guys, make different connections. We were just talking about a connection for a, a wrap, which was, you know, something that I wouldn't have had before. Yeah, a car wrap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's it's great networking experience just to be able to work with you and get those connections. I think a couple other people that have been really influential would be my college. Um, I had professors that even post graduation were really helpful in just kind of the growth of the business. Um, my marketing professor specifically designed one of her whole senior capstone classes around my business and had them help me market, um, which was really cool. Um, just because they were students, they got to learn from an alum, but then I also got to take their creativity and actually implement it. So that was an exciting experience. And then um, just local businesses within Urbana um, had a, an insurance company where their owner was just really helpful and kind of a mentor. And um, I think that's one thing that's nice is to kind of see, you know, the community coming together to help me as a business and now I feel like that's something that as I'm growing and um, you know succeeding that I can kind of spread elsewhere to other businesses as well. Yeah, community is important. Businesses learn from each other. Absolutely. So then if you could give some advice to business owners who are looking for ways to improve their company culture and help make employees feel more trusted and more valued and happy, then what would you say to them? You know, I think from the inside perspective, keep your confidence with your workers. Um, so let them know, like, you know what you're doing, but don't be afraid to show them if you are failing a little bit, but always just kind of keep that realness about yourself. Um, you never want to look, I guess, like you don't know what you're doing, but I think you also have to show them that you're human. I think the other thing is too is always giving, showing humility um, when you're looking at the community. I think that's a good example to set for um, your other workers just because um, we are a team. So if you think about Urban Meyer, you know, he is the coach and I kind of feel that I'm the coach of my business. But, you know, Urban Meyer didn't win multiple seasons of football. He depended on his team to do that. And I think that's something that, um, we do at the Spotted Cow too. Like I am not always the face of my business. There are the workers out there that are, you know, they're the ones that guests are talking to. And um, they're the ones that are really making the moves and making the business. And I think I have to, you know, really depend on them for those things and not take all the credit, especially when talking with other people in the community. Um, but really setting that as the cornerstone kind of mindset for my workers as well. You made the comparison a lot between um, employees being like a team. So yeah, the yeah. coach needs a team, the team needs a coach. I think that's a really uh, cool way to look at it and kind of um, inspire 
your workers, like, hey, we're a team, we're doing this together. And, Absolutely, yeah. thank you. <laughs> um, so all that's really great advice. And Bobby, I wanted to thank you so much for joining us today on BBB SparkCast. Listeners, you can find out more about the Spotted Cow Coffee House by visiting spottedcowcoffeehouse.com and following them on social media. Be sure to subscribe to BBB SparkCast so you don't miss out on the conversation. And if there's a topic you'd like to hear about, feel free to email us at podcast at centralohio.bbb.org. And we look forward to you joining us next time.